0: Hello, y'all. We're coming at you again. El Kenya presents Almost Live from Big D's Party Palace. I'm here today with Ben Ami. Good morning. And my name is Rich Wright. Fernie G is absent today. Uh, hopefully, he'll bring a note from his mother on our next episode. Mine are not. Whatever. You know. It might. We might just mark it down as unexcused. Um, so. Ben, in El Paso Matters, there's a, a couple of stories about uh, sexism and sexual harassment in the El Paso Police Department. Did you see
1: that? I did. I did see that. And, um, you know, who's watching the watchman? <laughs> Good know? question. Good um, question. You know, you want this day and age, you know, you, you want to create a. Positive working environment. Obviously, the police have a difficult job to do, and uh, you know if they're looking over their shoulder at their fellow uh, officers, officers, maybe they won't. You know, right, they it makes might it be more distracted. difficult to do their yeah. their job that they do, which is an important job and one that we, uh, you know, they get a lot of criticism for. Right. Um, so. Well, well uh, it's, what, what what is your take on this story? Well, I mean, there's
0: some behavior demonstrated in this story that is clearly egregious, like uh, one police officer video recorded uh, a sexual uh, intimacy with another police officer, and then he sent it to other police officers on the force. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, pretty, what happened to horrible. him? What happened pretty to horrible. him? I think he got suspended for five days or something like that. You know.
1: Uh, I mean that's that's he didn't get fired. Seems like that be did he get fireable? Fired? Well, no, I don't know. I mean that's uh, he was allowed to resign exactly. instead of
0: getting fired. Yeah, and uh. He pleaded guilty to invasive visual recording, mm-hmm. a, state jail, fe- a straight state jail felony. He'll be allowed to apply for judicial clemency. Mm-hmm. And uh, if he gets judicial clemency, he could get back on some police force somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not cool, right?
1: Right. I, I wonder mean. if that goes on his, surely that'll be on his record. I mean, who'd want to hire that? I guess you can kind of get hired in one of these small towns and maybe they're, Hurtin' for uh, Right, for I mean, staff. you see
0: it all the time, you know, on all these other police departments where uh, an officer does something mm-hmm. clearly wrong and then he just goes to the next town over. Of course, you know. Right. Different here in El Paso. Where the next town over is San Eli or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, I maybe San Eli's hiring. I think, though... Uh, well, obviously that's not cool. But there's then the, the, the there's the other uh, well the girl who was filmed, she uh she called attention to it. She reported mm-hmm. it and uh, she was kind of ostracized on the forge. Right, you know. I mean that's what it says in this story in El Paso Matters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: El Paso Matters dot com dot org, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And, yeah, uh, isn't that strange? The the law, the folks who are supposed to keep law and order, are throwing one of their own under the bus. It's really a right. It's a horrible.
0: Well, I mean, story you know, all the
1: way around. I mean,
0: they uh, they're picking on the girl for reporting it and defending the guy, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that. Um, the El Paso Police Department has that culture of impunity, where uh, I mean, we've seen it. I oh, like that, mm-hmm. like that cop that shot the handcuffed prisoner in the uh, sallyport mm-hmm. of the El Paso County Jail. He's still on the force, mm-hmm. as far as we know. I mean, he, the police union, got him back on the force after he was fired. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, uh, who's the police yeah, w- union? Who's the police union? That's, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's the guys who are pulling you over for traffic stops. You know, mm-hmm. that's the cops, the everyday cops, you know. And you would think that the everyday cops would have a problem with that, but apparently they do
1: not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk a lot about <laughs> excessive use of force on um, uh-huh. Almost Live. Right. And... Um, you wonder if this somehow plays a role into that. If you uh,
0: look on YouTube, uh, which I have before, um, there's always stories about police misconduct everywhere, mm-hmm. all across the country, and uh, so far, we don't uh, we don't get a lot of that in El Paso, and. You wonder, mm-hmm. you wonder why. You wonder why if it's because we don't have a lot of it in El Paso or it's not reported. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if we see enough, so that there's something going on there, mm.
1: you know. Mm. I mean, if you think back to all the uses of force across the nation, you kind of you don't often hear about a woman officer, right, uh, committing that. Well, you know, maybe one. I, I can think of maybe one or two in the last few years but for the most part it's it's men uh committing those you get these first amendment
0: auditors who go around filming the police you know hoping to provoke some kind of reaction and sometimes you get uh female cops who are out of line they're not respecting uh people's first amendment rights the first amendment of the constitution gives uh, Grants freedom of the press, among other things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, but yeah, sometimes, but not so much. But mostly, it's because, you know, they're not used to having cameras pointed at them. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're, uh, you know, that's good. It's good. Everybody's got a camera. Everybody's got a video mm-hmm. camera in their pocket these days.
1: Now, yeah. So, uh, research shows that. This is again from that El Paso Matters article. It says, police departments need women officers. The number of study, or a number of studies have found they're less likely to use excessive force against civilians. Quote, the research shows that police agencies that have a higher representation of police women have a better outcomes for crime victims, specifically for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault, said Yvonne Roman, a former police chief and co-founder of the 30 by 30 initiative. Which aims to increase the number of women in policing, right? So, that's definitely something that I wonder. If some of good, that, especially though, here, where we have, you know, I remember when uh, uh,
0: Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. One of the one of the pundits said, uh, uh, "The Oscars right? Yeah, yeah. What if, uh, what if instead of Chris Rock? It had been uh, Dwayne Johnson who made that joke. You think uh, Will Smith would have walked up and slapped Dwayne Johnson in there? Probably not. Right, probably Probably not, Not. (laughs) right. I mean, Will Smith is a a bully, and uh, I think some of that, you know, women are uh, less accustomed to striking out, to being physically violent. But mm-hmm. this also raises another bigger question. Sexual harassment. You know, uh, I'm old. Uh, closer to, uh, you know, I'm 66. So um, I grew up in an age where uh, sexual harassment was a whole different thing. You know, it was, it was more tolerated. And I'm not saying that's right. But that's the way it was, you know, sexual harassment. And um, there's the other side of it, too, where uh, some people, men and women both, use their uh, sexual attractiveness. It's like their superpower, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, well... I'll tell you an interesting fact I read, might might be fiction, I don't know, a fact I read on the internet, is that uh, all the hot women, when they started uh, during COVID, all the hot women's grades went down, you know?
1: Oh, really? <laughs> at universities? Or, or, yeah, at or universities,
0: all? at universities. When they started attending classes virtually... Uh, there was a decrease in the grades of attractive women in classes. I don't know. I mean, so I think that's uh, the flip side of the coin there, is that uh, some women, you know, enjoy the sexual harassment. You know, uh, sexual Harassment, I believe, legally is defined as a unwanted, you know, flirting or whatever, you know. Advances or uh, something yeah, like sexual, that. Yeah, unwanted sexual advances, mm-hmm. I think is what they call it. So, well, how are you going to find out? How are you going to find out if it's unwanted or not? You know? Well, that's a weird thing. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, the whole. Consent, you know. Yeah, right. But the whole world runs on... uh, Consent. Sex. I mean... Sex is a... Hypersexualization is a big tool in advertising, you know. It's one of the hot buttons, you know. It's what you can... uh, Push... To... Sell something.
1: Oh, yeah. It's everywhere.
0: Yeah, right. Toothpaste.
1: Deodorant. I mean, go up and down the... Well, obviously, fashion industry, but that also plays into pop culture and right. music and movies and... Right, music else. and
0: movies, you know. I mean, there are a few movie stars or uh, who are not physically attractive, but mostly they're character roles. They play character actors, you know. They play the same thing over and over, and they're not usually the main character in a movie, you know weird thing but you know it's natural and uh, it's also uh heavily promoted you know i mean i know that i myself you're not going to believe this i myself have been guilty of sexual harassment unwanted sexual advances you know and mostly you know i'm just having fun you know but yeah i was now i've been uh Married 13 years, so uh, the only uh, person who suffers from uh, my unwanted sexual advances is my wife. God bless her, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Right on. But that's, um, you know, you're talking about the action there. What about the reaction? The reaction comes from oversight and learning. Right. And it seems the uh, El Paso Police Department hasn't really been... Open and honest in that right. respect, um, you know. Well, in you regards get those to their own, right? You um, get those
0: older police chiefs, you know, and uh, they're from the same era I am, you know. Mostly, I think uh, the late Chief Allen. I think he and I were about the same age, you know, and he was a Garateco. You know, I think he fostered a, a culture of uh, anything goes in the police department. He was happy to have uh, the support of his officers, and he had great support among his officers. But I don't know. I think I think it's been pretty uh, definitely uh, shown that he uh, coddled them. He mm-hmm. coddled his officers. I mean, what's it take to get fired from the El Paso Police Department?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like here the police department doesn't appear to be tracking or recording instances of sexual harassment. So, you know, right, and well, then when asked for, for them, they didn't provide any any further information to El Paso Matters. It's kind of really pretty damning. Hopefully there's a, you know, I know we're looking forward to a new police chief here, and hopefully there's a new culture of transparency and oversight. They say in
0: management classes, they teach you that uh, what you measure gets improved. And if you uh, don't measure it, you don't have any idea. It's not going to improve. So, yeah, hopefully they're keeping track of it. Also, you know, uh, many, many cities across the country have civilian reviews, police boards, where any complaint goes to a bunch of civilians and uh, the one we have in El Paso right now every member of the board is selected by the police department so mm-hmm. hardly any accountability there they're gonna pick the easy ones that's not unlike the uh, public service board you know I know some of those public service board people and they're all gentle people they're not gonna they're not gonna raise a stink the ones I know they're all gentle people they're not gonna Push back against bad management decisions, especially, you know, they're uh, basically volunteers, you know. They make $25 a meeting the last time I checked. And they're spo- responsible for, according to the website, they're responsible for everything El Paso Water does. So, you know, how much of a stink are you going to raise for 25 bucks a meeting? It's not unlike, uh, City council. City council has all their staff is uh, except for one legislative aide. Their whole staff is work reports to the city manager. And how are you going to get a diversity of opinions if it's all the information? All the information they get comes from the city manager, and uh, they, uh, you know, nobody nobody likes to go into work every day. And getting a fight you mm-hmm. know i've i've fired people because i got tired of going in and and being disappointed by them so every day every day every day so
1: you know thinking more of el paso as a whole are we willing to shine a light on the dark spots of our records because once you start doing that you know it starts Right, the little mystique we may have kind of wears off, and um, but at the same time, that also, you know, opens us up for for more growth. I mean, I'm reading this book, or I just finished this book, "Educating the Enemy," talks about the way you know Mexican American kids were treated versus, well, the Nazis. children of Nazis. Right? Chi- <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the kids were Nazis, but right, Operation Paperclip. Were. Where uh, El Paso or the United States brought in
0: a bunch of uh, German scientists to work on their
1: uh, rocket program, Mm -hmm. and many of them lived here in El Paso. Mm -hmm. So So are we willing to look at those? I mean, that's just one example, but do we want to look at our spending? Do we want to look at, yeah, the police? Do we want to look at the city manager?
0: Well, for a long time, we've just said, yeah, well, okay. So yeah, so
1: are we, you know, just thinking out loud here, are we in a new age of oversight and civilian oversight in El Paso? Right. And well, I, I guess I hope so. There's no way to tell. Uh,
0: sure. That's a subject for another day. We should talk about that soon. We should talk about brand El Paso. What is brand El Paso? So uh, I think we ought to leave it like that for today, Ben, and we'll come back mm-hmm. uh, uh, sometime next week and see what it all is uh thank you all for listening to us today uh you've been listening to el chiqueño presents almost live from big d's party palace i'm here with ben on me howdy my name is rich Wright. we'd like to thank our sponsors as always uh water black coffee and hostess twinkies golden sponge cake with a cream filling Okay, we'll see you all soon. Thank you!